Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to be here because we have an amazing guest on today. And I'm also equally as happy because the handsome, talented, and exceptional gentleman who co-hosts this with me, you and Cameron, is with us today. Hello, Mr. DIY. How are you? Oh, shucks, Brandy. Hello. <laughs> How's your week been, love? Uh, it's been good. It's been busy. Uh, train work has started for me as well as... Uh sports that I'm with are keeping me busy as well, basketball and football, and it's all good because my football team won, and uh, yeah, I'm in charge of the defense, and we allowed one point, so that's really good. Wow, I should have been there to cheer you on. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You had some good reasons, no problem. Thank you. (laughs) Well, um, you and you have never met our guest before, is that correct? No, I have not. Awesome. Well, he's incredibly talented, very good looking, and has the voice of Barry White, so he's going to be fun to interview. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He'll, be, he'll give me flashbacks of Ally McBeal. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I can't believe you watched Ally McBeal. That was one of my favorite shows. Um, I so have two older sisters. Oh, you do? <laughs> they force you to watch Melrose Place and things like that, too? or? Oh, yeah. Days of Our Lives, even. I hate to admit. Like my favorite show. <laughs> Just, um, so, yeah, it's uh, our guest today is Eddie Flake, and he's an up-and-coming actor, producer, and writer, and he's also quite passionate about music and people. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his life, where he came from, uh, where he's at now, talk about some of the commercials and Netflix shows that he's been a part of, and uh, also talk about his own self-esteem and self-confidence issues, which is awesome for all of our listeners out there who are interested in becoming actors or producers or getting into uh, any of that stuff, wanting to become celebrities or whatever it is. So very excited. Um, Eddie, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. So can you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about? Yeah. Uh, actually, I you know, I, I grew up, I was uh, born in California, San Jose, in the Bay Area, if you know where that is, close to San Francisco, Oakland, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I end up uh, going to a foster home as a child and um me and my brother, and uh, our grandmother was looking for us, and she found us in Oklahoma. And, uh, yeah, we end up uh, moving. She moved us down to uh, Texarkana, which is East Texas, uh, close to uh, Louisiana, Arkansas. So I grew up as a country boy, you know, and, and it was, uh, yeah, it was really, really, it was fun. You know, uh, my grandmother was a hardworking woman, and uh when she wasn't there, I took care of the house and my brother, and uh, yeah, we we did the country boy thing outside during the winter time. You chop wood, you uh, you had a farm, you had horses, chickens, you had all that stuff, you know. So it was it was a pretty cool life, you know, growing up as a kid. You know, it wasn't as like it is now where you have phones and 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 these video games and stuff like that. It's, it was more like you were outside all day. And you play sports mm-hmm. or you just made up games, you know, what I mean? like it was just like, you know, as you just got creative as a kid being outside, you climb trees, you got hurt, you fell, you got back up, you did it again the next day. You know, it was that kind of life, you know. 
Yeah. Well, you and I have actually talked before about when we're having like a stressful day, how we use exercise and sports and things like that and just playing outdoors and being kids again to kind of overcome some of that stress. Do you ever use sport and athleticism as a way to overcome stress? Or? Yeah. I mean, uh, growing up, uh, uh, basketball was was a big thing in my life and football and, and track. And you just played all the sports till you figure out which one you were really good at. And I love basketball. I fell in love with basketball at an early age and uh, I played as a kid and I played in Pee Wee League and it was funny because my grandmother was my coach one year. Oh, which wow. Was, <laughs> yeah, she was my coach and she was good too because she was a big uh, sports fanatic as well. She loves basketball and she loves football and it's nice to know that you can sit down with your grandmother and talk sports with her and she would understand like everybody, you know, she'll call me up right now and be like, what is LeBron James doing? What is he doing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He don't play defense. I don't <laughs> She just, you know, she's on that, you know, and, um, but I've, you know, as I've gotten older, I haven't really got, I've been more into watching sports than playing because the knees and the legs ain't the same anymore. <laughs> Tex Arcana, isn't that uh, Jeff Mallett? He played football there, I believe. He was a backup quarterback for the Patriots a year or two ago. It's a big football town from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, Tex Arcana is a big football town. Uh, Queen City, Atlanta. All those little small towns in that little area, big football uh, towns. Yeah. I mean, Texas is a football uh, state. You know, right? It, it, it's a it's a big football state. We end up um, at the age of like fourteen, yeah, thirteen, fourteen. I ended up moving to Dallas, and that's when I got kind of the big that the city life started. You know, I left the country life and went moved to the city. And that's when I, you know, really start to learn things with how people move in a city compared to a country, you know, like it's so much faster. You learn so much things you shouldn't learn. But, hey, it, 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 it brings you back. It, it gets you into reality and how life really is when you live in a city. We're not so isolated from people, you know. Uh, sorry, on a personal note, as a lover of football here, are you a Cowboys fan? I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> well, the co the co uh, the co founder of Teen Wealth, our nonprofit, actually was drafted by the Cowboys for the first time. So, oh, right. he's still a little bit of a Cowboys fan. But I'm Ravens through. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're from Texas and you live in Texas, you're pretty much a Cowboys fan. Even today, once you, since you've left. Yeah, I'm still a Cowboys still fan. A Cowboys and fan. I think next year, this season, they're going to be really good. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So I do have a question. Do you have any kids? I don't. I haven't, I haven't got down that road yet. If you do have children, or what? how would you raise them if you could? Would you go the farm life or would you go the city life or how would you instill you, a balance in them? You know what? I, I Since I've moved to Canada, um, this place seems like a great place to raise kids, you know, and... Um, I, I, want, I will want to teach them like things like how, how to be more like street smarts, book smart, everything, like a balance of that. But just have them teach them like how I grew up. Mm -hmm. I don't kind of I don't want them to grow up like I grew up. You know what I'm saying? I want them to grow up a little bit better. Mm -hmm. uh, I think can, if I do have kids here, Canada might be a great place to raise kids. If I move back home, it might be a little, you know, how America's going, how everything is there right now. I uh, think kids just grow up so fast there, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if I want my kids not saying I wouldn't put them in private school and anything, but when in these public schools, you know, you don't know what your kids are doing. And other kids are coming from, you don't know what these other kids are influenced. You know, kids are influenced by other kids, you mm -hmm. know. 
So whatever they're doing, you know, they're my your kids might want to do that too, you know. Yeah. So, and I feel like uh, everything is so like I don't know. America is so crazy right now, you know, with the guns and the shootings, and 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 my kid will be like either black or biracial. So them just dealing with that kind of stuff, you know, you know, it's going to be kind of tough. So yeah, absolutely. How often do you travel back to the states to visit family and? Uh, I try to get, I, you know, I don't go as much, but I try to get down there on holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Thanksgiving for the most part, cause I like to eat. So <laughs> definitely. And, and it's great to be up here because I get two Thanksgivings. I can get one up here and yeah, <laughs> and I can go home and get another Thanksgiving. You know? <laughs> so what are they like over a month apart between our yeah, two countries? Yeah, yeah, it's so strange yeah. eh, how these little differences in our countries are. Yeah. So how long did you spend in the foster system? Because we have a, quite a few students that are actually have been through the foster system or are still involved in it right now yeah. in the program. You know, I was, I, you know, it was so long time ago, man. It, it's probably, I think that we were there for six months. Yeah. And um, it, it would, you know, only thing I really remember there is that we were there for Christmas and they woke us up that morning and they told us to come in the room and they had a door uh, leading to this other room, they told us go open the door. We opened the door. It was just like mountains of presents, like yeah. for Christmas. I was, we were just like, what? And it was like me and my brother ran in there. We opened, and it was like for me and and my brother and like other foster kids that was in there. And we got so many toys. It was so. It was like wow, you know. Not understanding where this these toys came from. Now mm -hmm. that I'm growing up, it's probably a lot of like foundations and like charities that donate to foster kids and stuff like that, you know, yeah. that do that kind of stuff, especially for Christmas. Yeah. But at that time, now I understand. I'm just like, wow, that's really great, man. Cause that made our, our day, yeah. you know, it, not having our parents or knowing who our family is, you know, that's already like a downer. And then, but they just made our day with these presents and made us forget that for that day, you know, and it was amazing. We It was actually pretty, it was pretty good. They treat us really good. And we didn't know where we we're going to go after that. We thought we we're going to get adopted by another family. But mm. our grandmother, she came to say, say she was the superhero on that day. Yeah. She came and got us, you know. So is she your greatest role model in this life or? You know what? Yeah, she is. Because she's, she's just, I don't know, she still works. She's at 70, about to be 75 this year, and she's still working, putting it down. And I'm just scared that, you know, one day when she decides to stop working, that's when she might pass on. Mm -hmm. I think she, her body, in the way she is, just built on just keeping active and motive and, you yeah. know, just motivated and working and making money. You know, it's, that's, she's mm -hmm. just come from a hardworking family, you know. And... All I want to do is just be su su successful so she can see me, you know? Yeah. Like, she's already seen some of my success, which is great. You yeah. Know, she, she texts me and says she's happy. She loves me. And she she's... She she knows I'm gonna make it. And, yeah. You know she she she's a really she she gives me good affirmations. You know. That's awesome. So because you were part of the foster system for a little while, would you ever consider fostering kids or getting involved in that in any way? Is that because you had a good experience? I know some of our students have had really not great experiences with the system, and so I was just curious about that. Yeah, you know, I you know I've I've heard bad things about it, and I you know one for me I experienced it, and and it was it wasn't. Not saying like, yeah, we, I would rather be with my parents, but we had a great experience in that, you know. Mm -hmm. And but but for kids that don't have a great experience, I you know I would like one day when I get in, you know, start getting more involved. I want to 
started charity for foster kids, orphans and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. I was one, you know, yeah. at a point in my life. So that's something I want to get back. You know, that's one on my, my bucket list to get back and, and do that kind of stuff. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I will want my own kids. But, you know, if that time comes and I, if I ever need a, if it doesn't happen, and I want to, you know, adopt. Yeah, that's an option. Sure. I mean, you see some of these celebrities adopting kids and, and people are adopting kids every day, especially here in Canada. I've noticed a lot of people come from adopted families. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay, I like, I love this. What other uh, role models do you have in your life besides your grandmother? Like, who would you, who do you look towards when you're having a bad day or you need some inspiration? You know what? I, you know what? I'm very, I grew up in the church and I'm like very, like, not so religious where it's just like, you know, trying to trying to be on the block and and tell people I got the Bible and this is what you need to do and you know the devil's did this and this and that. No, I just like I have my beliefs and I believe in God and I have faith and when I do have a down day or something like that, I you know I always ask God to to, to lead me in the right direction and 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 give me you know give me the sight the vision that I need to do you know and, and what you know and that's just me you know and. I don't have many role models in my life just because I, you know, didn't grow with around a lot of role models and didn't see that, you know, yeah. and, and grew around a lot of, especially in my family, a lot of people, you know, going the wrong route, you know, end up in jail, prison, mm. doing drugs and this and that. And it, it's like, that's all I saw growing up, you yeah. know, it, it didn't see a role model, didn't see a father figure or somebody that I can look up to, you know? Yeah. But my grandmother, you know, that she was the only woman. That's awesome. We talk about role models so much on the show. We do have to go to commercial break, but we'll be right back, everyone, with more Eddie Flake. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, If you missed the first portion of our show, we're talking to the actor, producer, and fan of music, Eddie Flake. Um, He was just talking a little bit about his life and his upbringing in the States and before he moved to Canada and some of his role models. Uh, We'll get into some of the acting parts that he's done a little bit later, but we just want to kind of delve into what it was like for him as a teenager growing up and if he had any self-doubt or anything like that, because... A lot of people see actors or people in the entertainment industry as very confident, um, but that's not always the case. Behind closed doors, we're all different people. So, Eddie, can you tell us a little bit about what it was like as a teenager for you? Yeah, it was, um, you know, it was a very, um, especially me and my brother really close, so we were very, very creative. And just because we wasn't around, like, we didn't have TV much, we didn't have video games much. You know, we had we had to always be creative, so... Uh, as I, I, I remember one uh, Christmas, my grandmother uh, bought us a video camera because I wanted to record stuff and shoot stuff because me and my brother were doing these little skits. And we thought that would be fun. So we would sit there and and film ourselves at the house where she's going at work and we just just do crazy skits, dancing and do all kinds of stuff. Like doing before this YouTube and everything, you know, Vimeo and all this, the videos are out now. We were doing it on the hand with the VHS tape. <laughs> slapped onto the side, you know. <laughs> For any of you that don't know what it is, ask your parents. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I wish I could find that uh, that uh, video camera because I love that thing. But um, uh, yeah. So one day I would uh, I took it to class and um, me and a friend uh, recorded ourselves uh, doing the uh, "I'm Coming Out" song with uh, Biggie, P Diddy, and Mace. So it was, this is back in like ninety what ninety five. 96 or whatever and um yeah we filmed the whole video did a mock video of that and it had the whole school involved you know um i was a, like a very creative kid when i was uh growing up as a teenager i tried to build i thought if you could uh i had a bike i thought if i could put a propeller on it if i pedal fast enough i could fly you know like i was that kid you know <laughs> Um, I love. Uh, I, I was into magic and, and and wanted to be a magician. I wanted to be a scientist. So I would get these. Like my grandma would buy me these kits. I had a scientist kit. I would do like experiments and try to do these concoct, you know, concoctions of like whatever I serums and stuff. It was fun. And then I got a magic board and my trying to learn magic. You know, I was just always that kid. You know, I was very like nerdy on one side, but yet I played sports. So I was very athletic and. I played football and basketball and ran track. But yeah, on the other side, I was really into this like nerdy stuff you would call it, I guess, and 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 into like being creative, you know? And and just at the time I didn't know what I was doing, you know. I, I think then if I knew about like that you can write uh skits and record them and and and, and get people to see them. And I wish I knew that stuff back then, but that stuff didn't really exist, you know. You didn't we didn't know, you know, it was a different time, you know? 
So how did you get into acting? Like, was it just making those skits with your brother that made you go, hey, maybe I could do this for a career? Or was there one person or instance in your life that really influenced you to jump into that as your lifetime? You know what? I never <laughs> I never thought acting would be something I'd be doing now. Like, I know as a kid, every summer we would, before I moved to Dallas, we would go visit my aunt, uh, Jackie, that would lived in Dallas. And every summer she would take us to see every movie that came out that summer. Like, we were really big into movies. And, uh, I mean, I remember seeing Jurassic Park for the first time in a movie theater. I remember seeing Bad Boys at the movie theater. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember seeing all these great movies and, and, and just being a fan of movies. Never thought I got into acting. I got into music first because my dad... When my dad came back in my life at 16, he lived in Denver. So me and my brother packed up and moved to Denver. And uh, my dad was a musician and uh, he played all these instruments. And he kind of, he taught me. My brother wasn't into it as much, but I was really into it because I was really into the guy being creative. I don't know, I've just been that, that type of guy who was like interested in stuff like that. So I learned how to play piano. I learned how to play the drums and, and, and just did the music thing for a while. And I joined the band in, in, in middle school, joined the band in high school. And my brother joined the band after he saw me doing it. So <laughs> music came a big part of my life for, for a while. I mean, it was between music and basketball for a while, you know, because I did want to go pro. I did want to go play college ball. I, I played in like Nike leagues. I played in basketball tournaments over the States and, I did a lot of stuff like that, you know, and um, but no, acting never, never came about at that time in my life. So you mentioned your brother quite a bit. Is your brother an actor or music producer no, or anything? No, my brother doesn't do anything. He plays, my brother plays football. He plays intramural adult football right now. Uh, he's into uh, working out and he's doing these workout videos now and he's got really into fitness. So, and he has a, he has a daughter that he's raising. He lives in Dallas and. Just living that life, you know, just a regular life, which for him, you know, he, he likes it. He's comfortable, mm -hmm. you know. You don't, so you don't have any family here in Canada? I don't. So how, how, what is that like? Do you, do you miss him? Is that why you go home, especially on holidays, besides the food, of course, that he already mentioned, but yeah, is that, yeah. like, what's that like not having any family close? Because I, I mean, I've traveled all over the world and lived abroad and I always end up coming home to where family is. Yeah, do you think you'll ever go back? Or? Yeah, I would definitely, I definitely want to move back. And you know, I think right now I'm, I, I have to like weigh the options of like, of, of like, yeah, I can go back home, but you know. I'm actually not living too bad here. I'm actually doing really well here, you know, even mm -hmm. though that part of me, yeah, I want to go home. Yeah, yeah, I miss the culture. Yeah, I miss the food. Yeah, I miss my family. Yeah, I miss my friends, you know? Yeah. But like you said, when you're trying to do something uh, you're passionate about, it takes a lot of risk and you got to sacrifice stuff, man. And it's really a sacrifice. And I'm sacrificing all of that just so I can put food on the table later in my life and, and be successful in my life to my goal, to, to, to go towards my end goal. You know? mm -hmm. I just have to ask this because I'm a big fan of movies and stuff. What is your, if you could have any role in the entire world, what would your perfect role be for you as a, as a person? Like what, what would your dream role be? You talking about like is a movie that are out now? Or no, like it could anything? be out now or in the future. Man, I you know what I I I'm still like trying to find my lane and niche. What I I love comedy, but not comedy where it's just straight comedy, but action with it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of comedy action stuff. Uh, I like to be focused. I like to work on like being that leading man, you know, and 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 being career, you know, 
charismatic and 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 you know just being charming and I think I have those uh, qualities. You know, it's just that you know I need to know how to use them in the right in that way and stuff like that. You know, and but I I don't know, man. I you know what? I if I was acting. Back in the day, there's so many great movies that came out. Yeah. I feel like the movies now are not as good as they used to be. Yeah. And, you know, so I sometimes I do go back in my mind. It's like, man, if I was an actor 10 years ago, five, 10 years, yeah, 10, 15 years ago, I would have been part of a great movement of movies. Mm. And, like, I would love to have been a part of The Matrix. Like, Matrix yeah. is one of my favorite movies, yeah. you know, and... I would love to be a part of the Jurassic Park franchise. I would mm-hmm. like to be part of these movies that were in my childhood, you know, yeah. that I grew up watching. You know, yeah. it'd be great to be in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, I think it would be great to even be a little tiny part of yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even now, you know, but yeah, it's it just like the era. Even though Star Wars was like before my time, but. Mm. Uh, just being, just watching those movies after, you know, as a kid, yeah, it's like wow, you know, I was such. We had, we had Star Wars, uh, on VHS growing up in my house, mm-hmm. and Return of the Jedi was like one of my favorites. I would watch that so much, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So all those like, you know, uh, um, movies, man. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Like, TV has become a prominent thing, and everyone's streaming now, and. Now, you know, it wouldn't be too bad to be on a Netflix original or yeah. which I've had been. But yeah, I was gonna say but but, but being a lead on the one and carrying For a sure. show or That's being right. being a character on there, you know, that that way, you know, and you know, Netflix won't you know, that'd be a great any of these streaming sites because people are staying at home more than watching movies. But my end goal is to be in movies, so and be in film, you know. I'm just asking because somebody once said to me that I'd be a great Sarah Connor in the Terminator movies and I Went back and watched and realized that I think I would. And that would be a fun role to play. <laughs> so I was just running up there with one that you... Um, so you talked about loving to be producing and writing as well. Do you see yourself more in an acting role or acting and producing? Or is there one that you're more passionate about than another? And how do you know which lane to follow? Man, it's crazy. Because, you know, I I started... I, I have more of a more producer background because I was in music and doing music for about 10 years. And... I actually started as an MC and a writer. Okay. Writing a lot of poems. I remember moving to Michigan with my aunt because she was a school teacher out there. So I moved to Detroit, and um, yeah, I would, that whole summer I would write because I was I didn't know nobody there, and I was like, my aunt was like, go to the YMCA, go you know, go 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 outside. I'm just like, I don't know nobody here. Like I was there by myself with her. She'd be at work. So what I did spend the time was. I would go um, outside, take a notebook, and write rhymes all day. Huh. And I have all these. My and it's funny. My grandmother still has my all my book of like uh, rhymes I wrote and poems I wrote and everything. So I just became a good writer at that point because I, I did it for three months that whole summer. So okay. So do you think that growing up with a, kind of a, a an interesting life and being the type of kid that lived city and country and played outside and played inside and do you think all of these different life experiences, some good, some bad, attributed to why you are so passionate and have so many different interests and things that you do in life? Do you think that? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think uh, one, you know, seeing my, you know, seeing my grandma who worked so hard and, and, and providing for us makes me work hard as a person, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then seeing some of my family members do some things that didn't help them out 
and to me it's like I don't want to be like that you yes. know I want to yeah. be better than that you yeah. know so those are positive things you know like just always grinding to be better always trying to be a better man mm-hmm. you know and always working on myself you know the only reason why I ask is because we have so many students that think that because they're struggling right now in life, whether it's with family or friends or their own self-worth, they think that they'll never amount to anything or get to follow that. And, and they think because their life is a very closed box right now, it'll never grow. But I, I think a lot of us take some of the bad stuff that we went through, and that's why we become successful, yeah, passionate yeah, that's people. Yeah, that's some, you know, but the bad things is like, only the bad things I think is like, I can't, it's hard for me to... Since I move so much, it's, it, it, it sometimes feel like when something goes wrong where I'm at, whatever, I feel like I need to pick up and run away and go mm. move somewhere else instead of dealing with the situation. And that's the kind of like thing I've been dealing with all my life because I've kind of just done that. Yeah. And, and, and just ran into different places, never solved anything. Just like, oh, I'm going to leave here. Well, I'm moving. And, I, and, and, and then it gets this habit where I can't commit to where I'm staying for a long time. Uh, but, and the good thing is that I don't get comfortable yeah. because I know that, Hey, I'm going to move and keep my, keep, keep going. So the good thing about that is that like me coming out here, if I wasn't like that, I would have never moved here. Mm-hmm. I would have never came out of my bubble, Yeah, you know, but since I've been trained to move and meet different people and move, it was easy for me just to come up here with no family yeah. because I've been moving everywhere without my family. That's a good point. You know, um, we do have to go to commercial break. If anyone wants to follow along with Eddie on Instagram, you can go to E D D I E underscore flake. That's E D D I E underscore flake on Instagram. And I'll post this in his bio as well. And then on Twitter, it's Eddie flake one. And again, most of you are following us on Instagram or Facebook. So if you need that typed out, just send me a message. Uh, we're just going to go to commercial break. We'll be back in just a moment, everyone. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're here with the fabulous Eddie Flake. Uh, I always describe him not only as an actor, producer, and passionate about music, but also with the sexy voice of Barry White. So we're happy to have him on our radio show <laughs> uh, today. We've talked a little bit about his growing up and his life and what he's passionate about and family. Um, and we're just going to talk a little bit more about what he does as a career now and how he made those choices. And if you're considering becoming an actor or getting into music production or anything like that, maybe we can ask him uh, if he would suggest that or <laughs> just staying away from it, because I know it's not... Uh, an easy industry by any means to get into. Have you found it very hard? Are you ever typecast or stereotyped to be in certain roles that you don't want to be in? Or is, is it hard to get auditions? What's it like trying to make it as an actor? Because there's so many people that want to be yeah. on TV. Yeah. And you've done it. Like you're, how many Netflix shows are you on? Oh, well, I've been on like seven different TV shows. See, that's like, that's impressive. That's yeah. a beautiful and, and, resume. In <laughs> a year. Yeah. yeah that's, one year, yeah. Uh, it, you know what? It's, you know, I started. I started out doing uh, PA for te- uh, television shows, for reality shows. So I did ten different TV shows, just behind the scenes. And um, um, a friend of mine who was actually doing PA with me, he got into uh, more mixing, which I wanted to get into. Um, I didn't see a future, and I didn't see. I didn't. I I was kind of stagnant for a minute, and then it didn't seem like I was moving up in that rank. So I kind of got out of it and just kind of worked at uh, a grocery store for three years, and was in a, in a kind of funk because I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore, and I wasn't doing music anymore because I fell out of love with that because I I went to New York and 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 for uh, for a couple weeks to do music, and I ran with this this group of people who were just. I just saw the 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 not just just the disgusting dark side of music, and it's like I, I don't want to be part of this. This I just felt like I love I have a hate and love for music because I I, I did it for so long, but yet I didn't make no money in it, you know. Um, and it's crazy because it's like yeah, that's that's not what I was in it for. But I mean, after being in it so long, you wouldn't want to see some results after a while. And and I didn't feel like I didn't see anything after ten years. And I mean, I could have kept going, but I had to find something else. I was getting older, and it wasn't stable. I couldn't keep money in my pocket. I couldn't keep rent paid. You know, and you got to really like visualize reality and say, you know, it'd be great to do this full time, but you got to live and eat. You know, you know. And I'm not living with my parents. I'm not doing nothing. I'm by myself. So. I got to fend for myself, so I had to do the adult thing and get a job, you know. So, uh, so after all of that, my friend he um, asked me. He's like, "Eddie, man, you ever thought of being thought about being an actor?" I was like, "No." So you, you look good on the other side of the camera. You should try. I said, "Really?" He said, "Man, just give it a shot. You have nothing to lose. Just do it." I was like, "All right, I'll try it." I don't even know where to start or what to do. So the first two three years, it was hard, man, because you. I threw myself in the fire. I was taking these workshops uh, with casting directors because I thought that's what you had to do. So I went in there. I didn't know how to act, but just try to act in front of these casting directors, see if they would book me, which was bad. I did. I, I, <laughs> I, I flunked in that category. Like I did not do really well. And I was like, wow, this acting stuff ain't that easy. That's what I really figured out. I was like, man, I thought it was easy. 
started doing it, I'm like, this ain't easy. It ain't easy. So I threw myself in a fire and I had, I remember, I, I remember freezing up in class trying to do this monologue and I, that I didn't really have really memorized and knew how to, you know, get into character and break down the script or like my monologue where it relates to me and each line is something that I can relate to or I can use substitutions of using this, uh, uh, um, uh, this dialogue and just going up there, just being myself and trying to do it. Thought being myself was enough, which it is, but you need to have that actor background, right? You need to have some training and have that foundation of acting. Then you can be yourself, but use those those tools. And I didn't have no tools. I just went up there, just balls to the wall, like, I'm going to do it, just do it. And I froze up in class in front of all my peers. And I can just see their faces like, say something, say <laughs> something. And I couldn't, I was just froze. I was stuck. Teacher was like, you can sit down now. I was like, all right. So I sat down and I was so disappointed. I was like, I didn't even think I can do this anymore. Like, I went to I didn't do acting for like two weeks, didn't touch it. I was like, nah, I'm done with this. Um, I'm not that good. And this is hard. And I couldn't get every time I would try to do an audition or get in front of some people, I, that moment of me freezing up a class would come up. It, like, it, it traumatized me a lot at a point, you know? So it was just like, you know, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I was scared. Mm. I got scared. I guess a lot of us freeze in life for a multitude of different reasons. How do you push past that? Like what, what's in it? What do you have in you that keeps pushing you? I know acting is a, like a very difficult industry. I live in Vancouver, which is called Hollywood North. And I have so many friends who have been extras for five, six, seven years. And they, they are talented, but it's just, it's hard because you can be typecast and stereotype for different roles and never get another opportunity. How do you push past the hard days? Like what, what keeps you going? Man, it's just, you know what, it, it, before even of the success and things I booked and everything I booked, it was, I just, I just, you know, after, man, it was just like watching movies and, and watching television shows and, and just seeing the creativity of that and and you can be this person. It was just like, it blew my mind. It was like, I want to do this, you know? Yeah. But for me to get past that whole thing, it was, I had to, t you know, I had, had someone to talk to and people who've been in that boat and, 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 and happened to, and they, they gave me some advice like, Eddie, this is going to happen, but you got to do this, got to do this. And, and you the build confidence in that you really do. I had to go get some training. I had to go get class to get more comfortable because class helps you with that comfortability because you're doing this stuff in front of people, you know, it gets you comfortable. So when you go out there and do it in front of a cast director, or, or you're on set because when you're on set, you're on set with like 40, 50 people watching you. Yeah. And sometimes you're the only person talking and you got all these cameras on, you know, and and you got to be confident enough to deliver these lines and not be afraid. So for me, man, it was just, it just pushed me. I had to think about my grandmother. I had to think about all the stuff I've been through. Why am I here? Why am I fighting for this? I had to think about all of that. And, and, and that really pushes me. It puts a fire on my ass because it's like I've accomplished so much in my life, been through so much and always got through it because I always fight, 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 fight. And I was trained to just just I'm just just that guy that's got to fight through it. And I never give up, you know, and, and 
and I had to jump one day. I just woke up. It's like, I'm going to get back to it. I fell off the horse. I'm getting back on that horse. I'm going to ride out to the sunset. Yeah. You know? Well, so so we always, with our Teen Wealth program, it's a young entrepreneur program so that young people can forget. Because you are an entrepreneur as an actor. You're creating your own career, basically. Yeah. And it's just you that you have to fall back on. Do you have any uh, pieces of advice that you would give to anyone out there who's, what whatever career they, they are going after, whether it be in acting or music or producing or Opening yeah. a brick and mortar business like McDonald's. Do you have any advice on on how to follow your dreams and keep going? Yeah, you you know what? It, it for me it was hard because you know I grew up as a shy kid, and and I was very scared in public. I couldn't even do public speak. I would pee in my pants. Like I would. I was so scared. I would stutter and do all this stuff. And you know, and and it took. You know, I grew out of all that. But I I, I just feel like you really have to like. You got to really want it. You know, it can't be no full. It can't be no part time thing. It has to be something you really want. And and you have to be dedicated and 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 and, and be perseverance and and, and 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 consistent with it. You know, you can't give up, man. That's the one thing you just can't give up. Man. Yeah. And if you do give up on something, you know, you have to like. I don't know. It, it, it's hard because I kind of did give up on music, but I, I found another route. Mm. So the thing is with, with that, yeah, you could, if, if there's something you really want to do, but it's not panning out, you can always find another lane to get you back on, on that same path. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Sometimes it might take you over to the left path, but you might suck around, hit that right path, which you were trying to go because that's what it did. It leads you back to your path. You Absolutely. Know? So that you never know. I might, do this acting thing, make some money, and circle right back and be back into music again, you know? Mm-hmm. You never know. But it, it's always having just, you just have to want it, you know? And mm-hmm. you just have to want it, man. You're, you have to train your mind to want it. And and that's with anything, you know? Yeah. If you want to be a manager, you want to be own CEO and everything, you just got to get it. You can't be afraid. You know, all that, the fear can really hold you back. I know. You know, because it's done, it's done, it did it to me. So you got to break that fear. You got to face your fears because that's the only way you're going to get through it. Okay. I have one quick question before we go to break. If you could work with any actor that's very well established in the entire world on a film, what would your dream co actor for that movie or show be? Man, it's so that's hard because there's so many great actors out mm. there. But I'm, I'm very into the next movement. I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I'm a part of this. I'm going to be part of this new movement of new actors. Mm. So right now, for me, it's like working with these new upcoming people. Like yeah. I would love to work with uh, Chadwick Boseman. I would like to work with fucking Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I would like to work with uh, Idris Elba. You know, like yeah. You know, uh, all these young cam, Anthony Mackie. Um, um, you know, there's more of the black actors for white actors. You know, there there's a lot of them. I, I like Bradley Cooper. I would like to work with him, you know. Yeah. Um, who else is good I like? I just see, I just want Anthony Hopkins to eat some Anthony body Hopkins. part of mine in the next Silence of the Lambs sequel. So that's, that would be my dream uh, goal. Some Chianti and Brandy would be great. Yeah. Um, we'll be right back after this commercial break, everyone, for our last few minutes with Eddie Flake.
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. Um, I spend a majority of the show talking and asking questions because I'm super passionate not only about you, the listener, uh, but our guests that we have on board. So I figured it's time for me to let you and ask at least one question to our lovely guest, Eddie Flake. So you and take it away. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brandy. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's one thing I love about this show, Brandy, is all the different, unique, successful people we really run into that you that you bring onto the show. And it's fantastic, I hope, for our listeners, whether it's the parents or, or any of the teenagers out there who hopefully can, maybe they don't see themselves in every single guest that we bring on, but hopefully see something. And I think it's pretty fascinating. Uh, hearing Eddie's story is pretty remarkable in his, his aspects of uh, not having much contact with his parents and, and his role model and his grandmother and uh, all the traveling he's done while he was growing up and, and being molded in that way. And, uh, I think it's 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 pretty fascinating as well as how shy he is, and there's probably a lot of teenagers who can probably relate to that in that regard. And what's been real interesting, I think, uh, hearing Eddie's story is how much he's he's had a self-guided exploration through life, which is I think really really cool. And it sounds like whether it's been basketball or football or uh, whether it was getting his home his home video camera to shoot movies or follow music and and now acting, he really seems or his, his homemade science kit 
that he's really, whatever he's been into, he seems to dive into it. And I think that's really fascinating is wondering, uh, basically, for the listeners out there, if he has any uh, suggestions or talk about what it, what's important about guiding yourself through this life because it's yours. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, you have to take, sometimes you got to take control of, of your own life and, 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 and just get, you know, speak from the heart and, 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 and guide, be guided by the heart. And, and sometimes people can give you all this advice and tell you where, what you need to do, because I had that done in my life. You need to do this. You need to be a teacher. You need to be in the military. And I, I, I've been strong enough to say, no, I don't want to do that. You know, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to, and I'm going to prove you wrong, you know? And this is, and, and it's funny because now my dad has called me and said the first time in a long time, I love you, son. You're doing great. I've seen your work. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and my parents are happy because this whole time they were like, Eddie, you're not doing nothing with your life. What are you doing? You're chasing these false dreams, you know? But I know for a fact that I can see it. I can see that I'm going to go this way and and no one's going to tell me no. And no one's going to tell me I need to do this. Now I'm grown. I make those decisions. This is what I want to do. And I'm going to see the rabbit hole all the way down to the to the ground. I love that. That's awesome. You know? that, you, and you always ask the best questions. I need to shut <laughs> up and let you talk more. <laughs> I, I've got one more question. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't hear this. This answer. So, what are you doing in Canada? Oh, uh, so I. <laughs> funny, point. funny story. I, um, I I had booked a big movie in uh, L.A. where children play. It has Macy Gray, uh, Brian J. White, all these amazing actors in it. And I thought I made it. After I was like, "Well, I made. It. I did a big movie, and it was pretty much 15 minutes of fame. Got kicked in the nuts, and I'm back to square one. <laughs> so. After getting that whole reality check, I was just like, man, this pl- is so hard, right? So I just like, I was so fed up because I was in a, an apartment and and I would barely, I was doing catering jobs, I was doing all these freelance jobs, not getting anywhere, barely making rent, barely making a paycheck, living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, which sucks. And um, I decided to leave LA, moved to Dallas for three months with my aunt, laying on the couch, depressed, like, what, what am I going to do? Like, this acting thing is not pa- panning out. So I decided I was going to move to Atlanta because I heard Atlanta has a big uh, film industry. And uh, so I told my aunt, I'm, I'm going to save up money, get a job, move to Atlanta. She was like, okay. So I had, and then one day I was like, Man, did I make the right decisions? Uh, decision to leave LA? I've been there for so long, have so much connects. Did I leave at a bad time? So I started submitting my package. At the time, I didn't really have too much credit. I was submitting my package to LA agents and managers, and I end up uh, sending my uh, package to a Vancouver agency. And like in 10 minutes, they hit me back. It was like, oh, hey, Eddie, uh, are you Canadian? I was like, no. They're like, oh, too bad. Uh, you have a great look. We would love to rep you. And I was like, what's going on in Vancouver? <laughs> and they were like, oh, in the next year, two years from now, it's going to be a lot of production here. You might want to consider moving to Vancouver. Oh, very cool. And that's how that happened. Out, out of the that, that was an accident. 
Didn't know anything about Vancouver. So just before we end the show, Eddie, I know me, I'm slightly your groupie now. <laughs> um, what's been your favorite role that you landed and then what's been a difficult role that you've landed? You know what? I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the commercial work I've done because I shoot a lot of American commercials in Canada, which gets showed in America. So it works out for me and, and my friends and family see that stuff. And so it, it, it's nice to, to see that your hard work doesn't go unnoticed, you know? Mm-hmm. And people are like, dang, Eddie, you're really doing it now, you know? So all the commercials I've done have been my favorite because it's been me. You know, I've been in an Olive Garden commercial, Coca-Cola commercial, Redding Whip, PayPal, uh, Planters, Peanuts, Bush Beer. You know, I've been in all these really great commercials. And then as far as TV, uh, I, I would say my, I love the base motel role I had. Uh, the supernatural role was cool. The Supergirl role was cool. It's really action. Um, uh, I mean, they've been really small roles, which have been great because it got me in the door, you know. So now me and my agent are been uh, we've been doing a plan where we're going to do this step up, start getting more bigger roles to bigger roles. You know, you got you got to start at the bottom, you know. And yeah, I was doing like one. They're like little one liners, little guests, you know, little co star roles, but. Hey, you got you to gotta start there, you know, unless you're born into it or you just know somebody that can just put you on like that. But, you know, for me, it looks like I'm going to be going through the hard way, <laughs> <laughs> which which is really I like because it, it really it shows that I'm putting hard work in there. And when you put hard work and you get the results from it, it does so much to you, you know, as a person. It's like, wow, man, if you really work hard, you can really do this. And that's why I like to tell, you know, these these kids who ever listen to you guys show it's like man you you just put your mind to and just work really hard it will happen it will yeah it's just the way the the, the law of physics or murphy's <laughs> law whatever you want to call it it will happen and that's with anything for sure well eddie we just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show i know an hour flies by every single time we do this and we could probably have you on for three more shows so thank you for sharing with us some of your personal life stuff and uh, congratulations to any success you've had, and hopefully we see you or your name in big lights one day very soon. Right, Ewan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And pretty much, we, you know, this was the tip of the iceberg. It could have went on the other stuff, but... Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was, sure. I, was, I was happy to be here. Well, hey, we may get him back one day, too, to uh, ask him even more in-depth questions. So <laughs> thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you want to follow him on Instagram, uh, it's Eddie underscore Flake. That's E-D-D-I-E underscore Flake. And then on Twitter, it's Eddie Flake one uh, And we will be publishing his bio and headshot and some other yeah. links to follow him and... Just search for my IMDb if you want to check out some of his yeah. work. And Flake is really my real last name. It's not. You yeah. didn't make not, it up. I didn't for make TV. it up. <laughs> People always think I made it up. Make it up. I'm like, why do you think I would make that up? Out of all the names, I would not make that up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see you again, everyone. Same time, same place next week, 5 p.m. live on Mondays. Have a good one. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.